0: Welcome to the Fly Podcast Designed for the Creative, where we feature guest speakers to share the heart of their journey. We invite you to join us in the Creative's Nest, where we inspire you to take flight and release the flow of divine creativity. I'm your host, Rhonda Taylor, poet, writer, and founder of FlaBara. Get ready to renew your strength, mount up, and fly. Welcome to the Flabberow Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Taylor. And today I have with me Autumn Ray. Autumn is a licensed counselor, singer, songwriter, and musician. She is the founder of Zion Circle, an organization creating events and opportunities for unity in the body of Christ. And you can follow Zion Circle and learn more on Facebook and Instagram at Zion underscore circle. So welcome to the creativeness, Autumn. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So today I wanted to dedicate this episode to talking about collaboration um, with God and among creators. And I thought it was important to invite you to talk today because we have a few collaborative projects Mm -hmm. that I think speak to collaboration and partnership with God and find creativity.
1: Yes.
0: Um, So before we begin with that, I kind of want you to share a little bit about your genesis with your journey of music and singing and songwriting, where it began and how you got to where you are today?
1: Well, I guess that's a loaded question in a way, but I can answer some of that. Um, I started singing when I was young, but never sung out amongst people, did not do choirs or any of those things because I just kept it to myself for a while and really started blooming um, in 2019, which is when we started performing together and doing events. Um, but. I was doing music, I did lessons on piano as a child, Um, started taking them again um, when I was in college, and really just kept doing a lot of things in the background, kind of molding myself until there was a space for me to um, open up and share and do those things. So that's kind of my genesis to the music world. And then with songwriting, always loved poetry, always loved... Um, songs and paying attention to the words and lyrics. and So once I started paying attention to what I guess God was giving me, it was easy to take those things and mold them into the melodies I was hearing or go on the keyboard and just pencil some things out. So that's kind of my genesis into songwriting and music, if that makes sense. Cool. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit more about
0: your partnership with God and your creativity. So when was that moment like you started to really understand, oh, I'm co-creating with the creator. This is me partnering my creativity with the creator.
1: I would say again, going back to 2019, um, for me it was, I was hearing music and I would hear music and, and lyrics like while I was driving And it would start off with like a few words, maybe it was a scripture. A lot of my songs in the beginning were a lot more scripture based. And I remember just like not being able to start to stop the writing process. So I would start it and hear like a little tune and I'd be like, oh, okay, that sounds good or whatever. And started like writing it out in journals and stuff. And then God would kind of send me more lyrics or I would hear more melodies and things like that. Um, One of the songs that. Is one of your favorites, God is Good, is kind of how that worked. I was driving, I started to hear God is Good, and there was a section that was created in that moment. And then um in 2021 was when that song was actually finished, but I was playing on the piano and literally just letting things flow and not putting boundaries up. And God was then able to add to the process, because a lot of times we stop our own process by putting up the walls and stuff. So... When I started to just play and let whatever happened happen, God would then intercede and feed and give me whatever was supposed to be said at that moment. And that was how those things started to be created with God.
0: Awesome. Um, so I kind of want to talk about our connection and what it's been like to collaborate with one another. Like we've done a couple songs slash poem collaboration pieces together. But before we do that, we kind of got to talk about how we even got connected. Because that's kind of a collaboration in and of itself.
1: Yes. Um, And we just mapped this out, actually. Um, So we looked at our text log. Our text log is the holy text log. And um, January of 2019 was our first meeting. Um, We had met before. Um, in I think October, September, September, but January 2nd of that year we met. And in us reviewing that text log, it made me see how God was collaborating us through that whole entire process. Whether it was we met at Panera Bread and ate, um, I sent you a poem, not knowing that that was a part of your story, um, going into practices and stuff and going down to the initial collaboration. in the initial part where we kind of connected. But we were always in this collaborative space starting in January. Um, We were going places together, going to different services together. Um, I was sharing my poetry with you. I had heard some of your poetry prior to that. Um, So God was just feeding off of those different things and collaborating, like our space to be creative. And so I think our collaboration as, you know, friends definitely helped us start the process, even though we didn't know what we were creating in the beginning. It definitely made things a solid foundation for us to start creating and collaborating for those first pieces.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think we knew of each other. (laughs) And so I would see you, but I didn't really speak to you in that way. And then I remember um, for Sunday service, I performed poetry for that Monday service or morning service, sorry. And then that's kind of how we got connected. You mm-hmm. was like, Oh, you do poetry. And then you kind of shared a little bit of your poetry. I didn't know anything about your singing and songwriting until later. But that was kind of our introduction was, Oh, creativity. And then from there, our connection and our friendship just grew and even that was just like oh this is a divine connection this is this is a covenant friendship yes and i think that plays into how we collaborate with one another
1: yes very much so um
0: and so i remember asking you to perform for flight night which <laughs> is our creative collective event night if you guys didn't know uh so flight night was a quarterly event that we did and i just uh-huh. asked different artists to come and then there would be a theme and people would perform and stuff like that and it was just really cool to see that develop. Yeah. But for my second event, that's when I asked you to um, do the poem and then I didn't find out later that you did music, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> um. And so yeah, we were gearing up to uh, perform at Flight Night. Uh, yes. I think that's when Later, you started getting ready to to sing and play God is Good. That's like your first debut song. Yes. And then um, I knew that I wanted an anthem for Flight Night. Yes. I knew that I wanted something like a theme song or a declaration that kind of explained what Flight Night was about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted this anthem. And I was initially working with somebody else on the anthem. Um, But they weren't able to... Their schedule. um, So they weren't able to attend or anything like that. So we weren't able to continue collaborating on that. And then out of the whim, I asked you if you would be open to collaborating with me on this anthem. Yes. Um, I didn't really know. I knew that you played music. I knew that you, you were a musician. I knew that you had some singing, but I didn't know enough. I just you were the person that came into my head and in my mind. And I was like, I'm going to just ask and see what happens. And so I remember asking you like, hey, Autumn, think on this for a little bit. Uh, how I, my brain this, works. <laughs> <laughs> I have this idea for an anthem and it's like based on this scripture, Isaiah 40, 31. And it's, it's for creatives. Like think over it for a while and let
1: me know if you'll be interested in doing it. I will never forget that day because I was coaching basketball. And literally I saw the text and just got so excited. I got so excited um, because for, for so long, my, my space had been dormant. I wasn't writing. I wasn't doing those kinds of things that I would want to do. And so to get that text, it was kind of like, oh my goodness, I can actually like, it. I'm so excited. And but that's a part of the process, too, is the vision of everything. You have to know what you're writing about. And so, the good thing was that you sent very descriptive things. You sent the verse. I think you actually sent, like, the versions that you preferred. Um yeah. And just, you sent out kind of, like, your description of why you wanted it to be that anthem and things like that. So... For me, it was very easy to jump in because you had given me such a wonderful like backdrop of what I needed to create, and I was just so excited. I was so excited to be able to do something that I've been wanting to do for so long, and it actually like have this huge purpose behind it.
0: Yeah. So what I didn't know about you was like your brain is wired to like. I call you like a vomit creator. <laughs> because... I, I will. I
1: will accept it. <laughs>
0: And I say it like this because I, like, with my poetry and stuff, I take a while to write. I'll take, like, weeks to just focus on one thing. I'm a very slow writer, but that's my process. Mm -hmm. And for you, it's like, it pours out of you very quickly. And then you'll go back and maybe you'll revise or fix things. Yes. But it just comes out and it just flows very naturally for you. Yes. And so when I ask you, I'm thinking... We had an, a flight night event in February. We'll have another one in May. Maybe we'll collaborate on an anthem and we can perform it by May. Because that gives us like three months. I'm going to go get her. But when I text you this idea, just asking on a whim, you agreed to do it. And then by the end of the night, you had a full chorus, full verse. And I just say you wrote it by the end of the day to me. Maybe you changed a few lines, but, like, the whole thing was just written in a day. And I was like, oh, snap. I have to get my poetry part up to speed because I didn't know she was going to write so fast. And we probably are going to perform this by February. But what... Like, how did the music and the lyrics come together for you in that moment, if you remember?
1: And I guess that's where the divine part comes in. So, to me, when I am trying to force something, it does not flow as quickly. But... I was so excited. I had these scriptures, and I remember I heard, uh, since God gave me wings, I'm gonna fly. That was, like, clear as day. The chorus was very clear, like, the musicality was very clear as day, and I was hearing, we'll fly for you, we'll fly for you, and... It was, it was very, I think in the beginning I was too literal. So I am also like a very little person. So you were talking about like, I was like flight, got it, airplanes and things like that. <laughs> and that's where I feel like, again, when God is working and you're allowing him to work, he's going to let you flow and he's also going to help you correct it. And so for me, it was just a free fall. I was going, I was doing my writing, I was hearing the words, um, the verses were definitely a little bit more uh technical because I was singing rapping and so there was a little bit more that went into those. But when it came to um the chorus, it was a very since God gave me wings I'm gonna fly and that was very like definite.
0: Yeah. I think when you text me back, I think I'm always taking a risk to like ask people. Especially because mm-hmm. we knew each other, but we did not know each other very well at no. that time. No. So I was like, I'm going to take a risk and ask this person. And they're probably going to reject me. And um, But it really worked out. And mm-hmm. I was really happy that you agreed to do it. But I was mind blown by the fact that you started texting me this whole song by the end of the night. And I think for me, that was kind of like, alright. There's a reason this person kind of dropped into my spirit. Yeah. And getting that that text that you had just wrote out these, these these lyrics,
1: that was like confirmation.
0: Like, oh, this this is what it's supposed to be. I and think God is
1: providing. I think that's definitely about also with godly collaboration. Is that person for that for whatever you are creating will drop in your spirit. And so if it's something where you are yearning or trying to figure out who goes in this spot who's supposed to sing this section or maybe it is about an artist painting or whatever Um, even with songs that I've created for collaboration there are designated people that I already have in mind for those Mm -hmm. parts because I've seen their fruit I've seen their labor and so I know that they are perfect for that section and God hasn't changed my mind on any of those things so I do think God does drop people in your spirit for that
0: all right so I'm gonna give you a pass here And I'm going to ask you, what was it like debuting and performing the anthem, like that first flight night
1: event? All right. So again, going back to what I said earlier, I had had this space where this was a hidden talent. This was something I kept underground and share it. And initially, I just remember being so nervous because I was like, this is serious. It was the first performance of the night. Oh, yeah. The anthem, like, that
0: was our <laughs> opener. Like, we were opening with the anthem.
1: It was the first performance of the night. And I knew my words hand down. Da- hands down, I knew every word. But when Rhonda gave me those pieces of paper, <laughs> I was like, thank you, God. And I had all my papers on the keyboard, one by one. And I was just. I was terrified and like shaking and all those different things but the way that it came out the first time was beautiful like the musicality was beautiful how we and and we practiced it but for those of you who don't know this song was pretty much written in a week so in a week's time we had to not only learn our parts learn how to collaborate together and then perform it and it's insane when you think about it but we pulled it off so flawlessly. Like it was just magical. And the people were cheering. I was still over there going crazy. But it was it was helpful for me because again I'd had this thing that I'd been keeping to myself for so long and now I'm getting support, which it was a very supportive crowd. We're flowing perfectly. I didn't forget my lyrics. Rhonda didn't forget her lyrics. And so I was terrified. But it also was such a beautiful... like I always say that was my favorite performance of the anthem because it was so uh, raw and talented and just it came together amazingly. So that's how I yeah. felt about the first one.
0: Yeah, I think for me like you created the anthem in a day pretty much. And then I had to catch up with the poetry. Because I thought we were doing this thing months down the road. um, And we only had less than a week
1: mm-hmm. to
0: practice. Because the event was right around the corner. Um, So we didn't practice that much. But that day, it just felt like we had been doing this. It felt like we had been doing it forever. Like, like we had been doing this for years. Yes. Like, we collaborated on many things before this. um, Which is far from the truth. This was our first collaboration. I don't know about you, but this was the first time I ever... It was. This was the first time that I ever... Performed with somebody else. And it came together, like you said, so flawlessly. Uh And it was just a constant reminder. God is like... Knitting it. Creating this collaboration. Putting this together. This is something that he clearly wants for his people. Um, And so, yeah, I agree. That was a a beautiful night and a debut of that anthem. And people were really excited.
1: And it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It it definitely brought the crowd in. I remember that so there's a part in the anthem where it's like a call and response section. And that was just everyone was like, all right, and they were ready to jump in and do the call and response. And again, even though I was so nervous, I was also so like proud of what we did that night. Like it was a very proud moment to see that we had never done that before but you would have never known that. And I feel like even for our other piece that we did do, it's like it comes together because God is in the midst of it and because we are not, like, we're not doing it ourselves. If we were in our own bodies at that time, it would have been some shaking, which was definitely happening for me. Or us just saying, I don't know about this. or But it was literally just like, God, I don't know what we're doing, but... You can have control over this, and we're just gonna follow your lead. And I think that's yeah, what helped it.
0: I think for sure, like when I took after I took that initial risk of reaching out to you, everything else was just all right. Go with the flow, follow his lead, just see what he does with it. Um, that was our first collaboration. First best.
1: collaboration.
0: <laughs> um, that speaks a lot to co-creating with the creator and among creatives. And so our second collaboration is a little bit more extensive i would say as our friendship developed as we were developing more as creatives yes um it was a lot more extensive
1: uh i don't know the time difference I maybe was like six months later yeah it was in the same year um so the first one was in the early part of the year february so winterish and then our second one was kind of at the end of fall um which was a timeline for the next one that we did
0: yeah so i guess i I need to be the one that starts this off (laughs) but our next collaboration was called woman at the well and it was based on the woman at the well i believe in john four it's in the book of john john um so we were gearing up for another flight night event Um, and like I said, flight night is a creative collective event night. But what I started to realize as well is each event had its own theme. Yes. Um, so yeah, each event had its own theme and that's kind of where that was flowing in. But this kind of started back in like July and August. For you. Yeah. July and August. Yes. I was getting to a space where. I was starting to hear
1: music. Which you thought was crazy.
0: I don't really hear music, but I was starting to hear music. And I was like, I hear something about music. I couldn't really translate it in terms of the lyrics, but I knew that I was heavily hearing music. Um, and I kind of mentioned it a few times, like, hey, I'm hearing this music. Um, <laughs> I knew it had something to do with water. I didn't know exactly. It was kind of vague, but I was starting to hear this music every now and then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and so that was like in July and August and we were planning for different things, different events and stuff like
1: that. Yeah. Cause I had one in September at the time.
0: Yeah. And, um, I just kept hearing it. And so at some point I was like, at some point I was trying to force a poem out. Yeah. Based on what I was hearing. Lots of interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Because I knew I was hearing stuff, so I was trying to write, and I was writing in the language that I know. I don't know music, but Mm -hmm. I do know poetry. So obviously I need to turn whatever this is I'm hearing into my language, which is poetry. And I was trying to force this thing out, and it was not—I would write a few lines. Um, Even when I look back, like something about the woman at the well did not end up in those lines. But it just wasn't meant for me to pursue. It uh-huh. wasn't meant for me to pursue alone, uh-huh. and it wasn't. It was just a seed, and I think I just yes. needed to be okay with this seed <laughs> taking its time to develop and plant. Uh-huh. And so that was kind of in July and August. I was hearing this music, um, and I think eventually, as we got closer to November,
1: yeah, we did it in November.
0: As we got closer to November, I started to hear more things. So first it was just this music, which was kind of like a seed. And then I was having these moments where <laughs> I would have these half-sleep, half-awake moments. Um, and I think it's because like you're, you're somewhat conscious, but you're not fighting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I remember waking up and I just remember saying, but what about the woman at the well? it was kind of like posing a question out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. And then I went back to sleep because I was just trying (laughs) to get some sleep. I was like, I don't know what that was about, but I'm going to go to sleep. But I said that Mm -hmm. and so when I woke up, I remembered that and then I have a chalkboard wall where I write down all my ideas and my thoughts. So I just wrote down, woman at the well. Don't know what this is about. Woman at the well. wrote it down because I said it in my half-sleep, half-awake moment. Mm -hmm. So that was another moment. I actually didn't know what to do with that. And I think Weeks or days later, wow, like October, it it just came at these little moments over like weeks or months. I had another half asleep, half awake moment,
1: Uh
0: and this time I woke up humming a tune. Yes, like I was hearing this music. I I was humming a tune. It wasn't long, but it was so clear in my ear. Uh I'm not a singer, but I think that was some good singing. I think that was the best humming I ever you, did. You
1: probably hummed. You hummed for your <laughs> life. You, you go ahead and
0: tell the people. You hum for your life. That's right. Um. and So then I had that moment. Another seed planet. Don't know what these pieces have to do with each other, but another seed planted. Mm-hmm. And then I was going on this walk. This is weeks, maybe days later. I don't know. But I was going on these walks. I used to call them faith walks. I was just walking around my yes. neighborhood. Um, it would just be my time to kind of like spend time with God, meditate, pray, just listen, try to be still. But I was having these faith walks. And I remember seeing the color crimson red. Yes. That's just the color that I was seeing. And I didn't really put too much thought into it. It was just another seed planted. And then that's kind of like all of those things were happening from July until September. These moments were happening. I didn't know what they meant. I knew they were coming from God, but Mm -hmm. that's all I had. And so I just held on to them. I took note of them, and I kind of left it there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're closer to the event. Flight night is in November, I believe.
1: We're in October.
0: And we have a theme for the event. It was on identity. It was I Am. It was on identity.
1: And um that's when we met at my house. Yes, for the for the table moments.
0: Yeah. So we So that's t- kinda where you you come in.
1: <laughs> so we so we used to have these table moments and that would be where we would be talking like normal and next thing you know we'd have these spiritual conversations out of nowhere and it would just get real deep real quick. And That was just one of those days where we both weren't in the best space. We were kind of just like trying to make it work. We're sitting at the table. And I was not really focused on anything at that time. It was more so just stuff that was happening that was kind of similar to what Ronda was saying where she's having these moments. And I, we were sitting at the table and I know I started humming something. And Rhonda kind of got a little excited and I was just like, I was like, okay. And then she kind of was like, what are you me? I was like, I don't know. And I remember I started saying lyrics mm-hmm. and the lyrics were, um, I think it was, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm longing for the well. Mm-hmm. So I did not know everything that was going on with Rhonda at that time. So I'm completely clueless to all these different moments that she just shared I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I think we talked a little bit about whatever, but it was like, I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about her process at this time. So I sing my little whatever. And next thing you know, Rhonda is like, (laughs) like, so like excited. And she's like going across the room and I'm like, what is going on here? And she's like, sing that one more time. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm, you know, singing my song, whatever. And next thing you know, she started asking me questions. So something that is, for me, with music, I can see it in color. So Rhonda had knew this about me, but we hadn't really talked too deeply about it. But that was how I learned about kind of playing by ear, was at first I initially was playing by colors. So each key had a color. And Rhonda kind of was, she was happy about the melody. Our melody happened to match. That was the crazy part about it. But it was more so the color that threw her off because she knows I see music in color. And so she said, what color do you see what you're singing in? And I was like, I don't know, crimson red. Bingo. So now we got fireworks going off <laughs> at the table. And, and for me, again, I had no idea what she was seeing or hearing or feeling at that moment but again that's kind of where it goes when god is in the midst of your creation like it just happens there's no balance on it and it is about you being open to it because at the time we were just like man this day isn't great and we just let it happen and i don't know that's my section of it and then i think you jump in from there Yeah, i think we we're
0: just when, when you came to my house you came for oxtails it was delicious because <laughs> my mama cooked shout out my mama amen um <laughs> So you just came over to eat oxtails and stuff. It was a normal day. It wasn't like our greatest day. It was kind of chill. We weren't in like the greatest moods and we were just kind of sitting at the table, really not having an aim in our conversation. Mm -mm. And then we get to this point in our conversation, which always happens. It always transitions into this spiritual conversation. I don't know how we get there, but we do. And then that's kind of how everything got connected. All the pieces came together in this one moment. And um, when you started humming that tune, I was like, I know that tune. I don't know how, but I know it. And then you started, like, you you got the download for these lyrics and you started speaking them. And it made so much sense because I never got the lyrics. I knew something about the woman at the well, Mm -hmm. but I never got the lyrics. I couldn't translate the music in that way. And the finishing touch for me was just, it wasn't even that I just asked you to color. Like, I knew that you saw music in color. You never told me that you saw a color in red. But I said, what color is the song? And you said red. And I was like, all right. What What shade shade of red? red. What (laughs) shade of red? And you said crimson red. And that was like... For me, red was like okay, that's a general color, that's nice. But crimson red was so specific and detailed.
1: That's a darker that shade. That you
0: couldn't make that up. Like you couldn't even, you couldn't even wildly guess that it was crimson red. And that was like, oh my god, this is this is really God. Yes, and it all just came together in that moment. So I wanted to ask you what stood out to you during that collaboration? Like, what stood out the most to you in that collaboration?
1: I think, so our first one, I was so nervous about also making sure I, I I was doing the right thing for God, but also I was like, I'm collabing with somebody, so this has to be perfect. And I think for the woman one, there was a lot more, uh, Woman at the Well, I was a lot more relaxed and the flow was just a lot more better for me. Mm-hmm. Um. The storyline, we end up when we do the collaboration, we end up like as the lyrics kept going, I was telling the story of the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, I was doing her initial response, which was, you know, I'm longing, I'm thirsting. She was just thirsting for something. And towards the end of the song, I go into I want to drop my picture and picture and run for you. So now she's gotten this word from God and she is excited to just go back and tell her people And so there was more storyline for me, which I like telling stories. So it stood out that I could actually tell a story, and I didn't have to write a thousand lyrics to do it. Because my first one, I wrote a thousand lyrics. (laughs) I had to do a rap song, but for the second one, there was not as much lyrics I had to write, but it was still as powerful as the first one. It was impactful for
0: sure. And so, like, what was that defining moment that let you know, okay, there's collaboration? And then there's divine collaboration. Because I think for the first, like, the anthem, I think we knew God was in it. It was like, cool, we collaborated. This is great. But I think the woman at the well was so invested in detail that I was like, okay, collaboration is great. But this, this is divine collaboration.
1: I think collaboration is... So I've collaborated after we did that one. I did collaborate with some other people. And you're singing together collaboration you're singing together um if you think about normal rap songs this person has a section this person has a section and they usually don't even record in the same room they record their part separately and they master it together with divine creation there is a little bit more pull of the connection so for instance that second one happened when we were in the same room together Mm-hmm. And so there's an importance of being in the same room. There's an importance of being around each other to get that vibe, to to really sink in. Because we have to be in sync and we have to be on the same page to even do it. And so divine creation requires you to surrender to God, but also surrender to the process of collaborating with that person. Mm-hmm. So there's a total different shift with it because, yeah, she could do a poem and I could and I could do some singing and stuff. But I have to now be in sync with your words as a poet. I have to now think about your message you're trying to create. I have to now think about what God wants us both to like portray to the other people. So it's a little bit deeper than just regular collaboration for me.
0: Yeah, there's unity. And I think you said like being on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like having the same, like a, there's a oneness. Yes. That, that collaboration is needed to, to happen. And I think for me, what stood out and was like, okay, collaboration is great. It's, it's it's great when you you partner with people, but I think I really understood divine collaboration when I was tapping into a language that I wasn't used to. So I'm I'm the poet. That's my language. But now I was hearing lyrics. I was seeing songs in color, and I don't see songs in color. Before I met you, I did, didn't know that people could see songs in color. Mm-hmm. But because I was being available to that space with this divine collaboration, and you talk about oneness, I was now understanding your creative process and how God has designed you. So I was hearing music. I was, I was seeing in color, mm-hmm. which is outside of my natural creative realm. Mm-hmm. And now it, it was bridging and got to kind of your process.
1: Even your even your writing though had had changed. Because again, you were used to writing in a week. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so
1: like I feel like the other part of that is again that syncness cuz for our first piece, we were writing separate little things and honestly hearing, I think I I would send you my part and you would write your part and it just happened to flow perfectly and match perfectly. But we were also focused on like, hey, we are doing this for God and we are doing this for this purpose. And this is what the idea is. So there was a lot of just in syncness that had to happen, whether it was me slowing down in my process. or you speeding up in your process that we were not used to? I wasn't used to singing with a poet. Yeah. <laughs> and so finding those gaps and stuff were different. But it was like you're making space for what God can do and not trying to control it yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think um, there was a lot of grace for that on my end, because <laughs> you would you would create these songs and they would just come out and flow out, and I was like, man, I gotta I gotta catch up, like I, I gotta catch up with my poetry. But there was grace, so my window that would be like a week, two weeks to write, I was writing in a short amount of time. You're doing in like two three days, I, and that talking about divine collaboration, <laughs> that sped up my writing process. And it wasn't like me trying to rush or anything. It was just I was graced to write in this space. And it was flowing in a short amount of time. And that's that's a God thing. Because anytime I write a poem, it still take me a month. God's still in it. But it <laughs> takes me a month. But with you, I, I knew that, that that was like a grace moment. And um, I don't know. I just even felt like the Holy Spirit was like, especially with the woman at the well. I had to channel and embody what did this woman at the well feel.
1: Her process, yeah. Yeah,
0: and kind of channel her voice. And so her voice was even coming to me.
1: That's um, how I was writing. With the singing part in the beginning, that was definitely my focus as well. Was I have to channel or I have to literally be in the space of this woman who is scorned, outcast, not welcomed by anybody. And when i was singing my thought process was i have to literally sound like i am struggling yeah like i have to sound like this is it like i'm going to this well and i don't know what's going to happen but i'm just like i have nothing i have nothing else to give and then at the end of the song i'm more happy and more joyful because i'm like i finally it's have a purpose journey to the well yes. i finally have purpose and so even with with poetry It's like poetry is a voice, and you're having to channel that inner voice. And for songs, it's the same thing, where they both have to take a journey. They both have to be on the same path, back to being in sync. And I think with your lyrics, it even flows into that, too. Like, the beginning part is her struggle and being at the well. And then at the second, I think the second stanza, it's, like, more like spirit and truth. I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah. So... Yes, it's being in sync with each other and God at the same time. Yes. Weird and interesting. Yeah, so how do you
0: think we made ourselves available for God to collaborate through us in, in both spaces?
1: I would say 2019 was obviously for us an interesting year. We be, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but I think it is about... For for me, it was one, like, you were really good at leading off that section. And so, even though there's a collaboration, there is someone who usually brings the idea or brings the process forward. And I feel like a lot of that really came from how you presented it. And that was how I kind of was like, okay, like, like I can do this. Like, I can see that God is speaking to her. Yeah, I can see that God is a part of this. I can see that... There is scripture involved. I can see that there is something happening beneath that, like that that I'm not seeing, but I can I can feel safe in it, and I think that's a huge part of why it works.
0: Well, yeah, I'm even thinking about the scripture. It's like make the vision plain,
1: yes, so that people can run with it, run with it. And you made it the first one. Literally, you sent me so much information that I was like, I. I know that, and I did have to do some like revision for myself, but I had a very clear: we're flying, we're in the air, we're taking off, we are, we're we're bringing in the artistry. We're, all those things were so clear to me because of what you presented to me, and even with the second one, which that one is where God, I think, was like, "I'm gonna let y'all know that this is divine." So He didn't give us as many pieces and clues, but I didn't feel insecure about presenting what I presented. Because I knew that I'm in this situation where I'm safe, and if and if the lyric is right, it's right. If it's wrong, then I'm not gonna get yelled at for it. It's gonna be, hey, like that sounds familiar. So I think it was a, a lot on how you presented it. Mm-hmm. That's what made it work and and flow and things like that. I think the other thing about
0: being available to collaboration is that uh, 2019 we were clinging to God. We was, clinging. We was clinging. Tightrope. <laughs> But in that clinging, like, we were constantly in communication with God. Yes. Like, our relationship and our intimacy with God was always present. And, like, w- like through worship. like Like, worshiping, being in His word. Being in communication with Him. And I think that even made us available to collaboration.
1: Yeah, we were open a lot of the time. I mean, I think... From when we started, because we were also performing, because remember we had a performance in between, two performances in between there, uh, in between the anthem original uh-huh. and the woman at the well. So we had two separate times, and and God was also building us as artists during that time. So we were available and so open to the idea of God helping us create. Yes, so I guess for both of us, it was a struggle. For different reasons, whether it was just feeling uncomfortable, like not confident, or you know, just trying to figure out if this makes sense, but we were just open to God helping us. Yeah, and I think that was huge.
0: Yeah, and I think when I first when I first heard the music, I definitely tried to force a poem out, and we praise God for His grace. But um, you'll never you'll never see the light of day. But so. um, yeah. So I think with collaborating with God. It's just you've even said it, it's just surrendering to the process. Yeah. Instead of trying to force it or, or forge it, we were surrendering to God and what he wanted to do. And so after like that initial song, like that music that I was hearing, I did try to force the poem, but then eventually I had to let it go and just be okay with these seeds mm-hmm. that that was being planted. And to be faithful in that. Like I I was taking the seed, I was I was noting it. I was letting it, you know, meditating on it, and then pursuing it when the time was right.
1: And when being, it was time
0: to read yeah, Barbies.
1: <laughs> and being faithful to the process, Um, I've been reading Jeremiah. And so, like, Jeremiah 29 stands out because now I understand the context of that scripture. And God talks about knowing the plans for us. And a lot of that plan is us being faithful to the process of the plan. We don't always know what the plan is. We don't know like the next step of the plan. We don't know in in Jeremiah's situation, God was telling him to do things that made no sense. It's like, God, you're about to destroy everything. Why are you telling me to do these things? But there was a plan on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it is about us being faithful to the process when we don't know. Yeah, which is very hard, especially for me. I like to know I want to be certain. I want to be on it. I want to know all the all the rules and regulations. But God is like, I need you to be faithful to this process, even when you don't know. I did not know her process. She did not know my process. But in that second performance, we both had to be faithful to whatever was happening at that time. And then we ran with it. I mean, I started, I think, doing music that night. I wrote the lyrics that day. I was sending her text messages like the first time. But that's why God was so faithful in when we were performing. Because we were so faithful to the process. We were practicing. We were meeting up. um, And just doing things and making time for God to help us create was huge in that as well.
0: Yeah, definitely have to make time for it and to be intentional. And it's like, are you going to pursue even if I don't get the big picture? Are you going to pursue? Are you going to take this one step even if I don't show you the whole staircase? And I think that was definitely very true with the woman at the well because I was just getting okay one step cool another step cool and I didn't really see the whole staircase I just had to trust the process keep uh-huh. taking the step
1: yeah
0: um and then it led to a beautiful place because yes. it is trusting God surrendering to the journey in the process so I think that's a good point um so we're talking about collaboration partnering that creativity with God um, and it being a space of unity and Mm -hmm. oneness and syncing with one another. Mm -hmm. But the other part is the enemy doesn't care for unity. He doesn't care for people of God to be connected, to be one. Like we're talking about the body of Christ. we're, We're called to be connected as one. We have uh-huh. many parts, but we all do do the one thing. And the enemy doesn't care for that and he want to create division. Or there are attacks. So can you even talk about kinda those those challenging pieces of collaboration?
1: So me and attacks are that's a very personal space for me because the enemy since day one when I agreed to do anything Was after my life and um, Rhonda, I think, asked me to perform. January, we had solidified performances the last weekend in January. So this is for the first for the first one.
0: Well, your first flight, yeah, my first flight, and I was in February. Yeah, this is the first time that you were going to be performing. This was the first time you are also debuting your music in general.
1: Yes. And so we were debuting on February 8th. The attack started on February the 4th. And I mean, onslaught, um, waking up in tears, not knowing really what to do, and not really knowing what this was at the time. Um, And that continued um, for, you know, even till this day, I still get, you know, messed with at times. And so me agreeing to be in connection, to collaborate with Christians, to be a part of something, because... We were collaborating, but Flight Night is a collaboration. Flight Night is a collaboration of artists coming together for one theme. And so literally every time that I agreed to collaborate with other Christians for God, there was an attack happening. Um, For me, it was in my dreams. So attacks can be in different spaces. But for me, it was my dreams. And it would get to the point where when (laughs) flight night was coming, I'd be like, look, we ain't doing this this week. We're going to go ahead and fast and pray. I'd be sending the prayer circle some text messages. Like, we're going to cover me for this. Because literally the enemy, like, we joke about the steal, kill, and destroy. But literally that is his purpose. He wants to literally kill the thought process of even communicating yeah. or coming together or being in unity. He wants to destroy connection. <laughs> he wants to steal that space of like happiness and that space of enjoyment that happens when we connect and when we have unity. So attacks are very personal. Attacks can happen. And even us doing this podcast, so many things happened before we did this podcast. So many things happened before we did this podcast. And the enemy literally does not want anyone To collaborate. He doesn't want anyone doing a podcast, a song, a dance, any of those things. And the moment that we decide I'm doing this for God and we push past that, we literally silence his voice. Yes. And so a lot of it was me having to decide I'm doing this for God I definitely called Rhonda with some angry phone calls because when the enemy ticks me off I get a little feisty and I'm like threatening him and I'm like you ain't gonna have me and all this other stuff but I needed that because as I continue to perform and as I continue to pursue what I'm doing now he continued to have his little ways and continue to try to find ways to knock me down or make me feel like I wasn't worthy to be performing but God has always had the final say so attacks are real, but God is realer. And so that's kind of what I have to keep in my head while I go through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, the enemy, he sees that collaboration and that connection. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to break that up. Yeah. I got to cause the division. I got to destroy that. Because there's so much power in collaboration.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, look at what we've been able to produce. Yes. And we've also seen the impact of that. Mm-hmm. People hear, woman at the well. Like they are very moved emotionally and they see themselves as the woman at the well. They so connect with that masterpiece, but also more importantly, like that word. Mm-hmm. Like that that's just straight up scripture. Yes. It's a story of the woman at the well. And so the enemy wants to try to prevent that and to cause division. And I think that's why collaboration is so important. Um, I even remember doing the flight night event where i performed unfailing love which is the poem about my testimony my full testimony and i had never shared maybe to that level or extent um and i just had all these doubts like leading like until the moment i got on the stage yeah and i constantly went back and forth like maybe i shouldn't do this poem this isn't the right time And it was constantly in my head, like this mental whatever, until I actually performed on the stage. And I think that was also like, just, he doesn't want you to share. He doesn't want you to
1: share. (laughs) He doesn't want you to testify about God and what he's done in your life. Do you know the power of a testimony? And I think every time that we do things, our, our performances and our connection is a testimony because neither one of us wanted to have other friends or other connections or any of those things. And so... Every time we come together, it's like this huge, like, okay, like, we're doing this. We're doing what God called us to do. And God created this situation. And so every time we come together, the enemy is like, I don't like this. I don't want this to happen. Because it grows stronger. It gets better. It it creates more ways for us to share and create spaces for other people. So the enemy does not like when anyone comes together.
0: No. Um, I also think... There can be this space among creatives where there's just like either we compare, yeah, or so we don't see like the value in our own creativity, mm-hmm. and so we can end up comparing ourselves to other people, or we can get to this space of competition. I have to be better than such and such, yes. Um, and I think that comes from many places, spaces like sometimes, um, in a creative space, it could be like, Oh, well, we only have space for this one we only got one space (laughs) and that creates competition because now everybody's creating trying to get that fighting for this one space. Um, and I don't think that's God's intention for collaboration. It's definitely, you know, collaboration over that competition in, in, in comparison. So how do we encourage and create more opportunities for, for these collaborative spaces to happen?
1: I think it's about respect. Um, I feel like that was another reason why, like I said, you laid a foundation that was wonderful, but you always respected what I offered. Um, You never tried to change me into a poet or Mm. tried to change my sound or tried to change my whatever. You took whatever I offered and then we worked together on how to make it collaborative or in sync. And I think that we are so used to molding people into things and we don't let God mold those people because really they're God's people. They're not not ours. And if we don't appreciate what people have to offer. So we don't appreciate that poet that might not talk as clear as somebody else. So we don't appreciate the singer whose voice may not be as high or as deep. Or we're not appreciating the musician that may not play in this space, but they play really well in this space. We're not appreciating what God has given us. And it is about what we've seen on TV and what we've seen on other things. But it's like Those people grow because they are appreciated. And so I feel like for us, that's where you have to appreciate the artistry that God is showing you. And I feel like I've always appreciated you send me your poems and I'm like going through my favorite lines and stuff like that. I still have my favorites. Um, But I think it's appreciation. Like appreciating that God was willing to gift you with someone in your life who can do whatever it is that they have to offer. And then working with that, and allowing each other to water one another in that space, so that you can both flourish and grow and thrive. Yeah, um, I
0: think it's about just riffing off what you're saying, acknowledging that we all have different strengths. Yes. And highlighting those different strengths, yes. and highlighting those different gifts. I can bring something to the table with poetry. That's beautiful and mm-hmm. it's great. You can bring something to the table that's just as amazing when it comes to like songwriting and Uh music and I can't do that. Uh God can allow me to have these moments (laughs) with music, but I can't do what you do. Yes, and I can't do what you do either. You're unique and you're very distinct in your gifts and we can all bring those those gifts together to create this beautiful thing that glorifies God. And I think that also kind of speaks to Flight Night because it's these people with all different gifts musicians singers poets dancers different artists and we all come together with our very unique and distinct and creative skill set and gift and we speak on one theme and we minister to that theme and we minister to who God is Um, so it's just appreciating our different strengths
1: And you're creating a creative body. Like the scripture says that we are all many parts but one body. And so you are literally creating that space for us. So we are thankful for the space that you're creating for us because it's a creative body where if we don't have that musician or the dancers or whatever, it's not going to flow the right way. So you're creating that space to follow God's vision of what a body is supposed to look like. You know, different parts, but one one sound, one voice. Like you talk about the favorite, yeah. you know. But that's that's what we're doing in that space. We're yeah. creating that. So
0: yeah, and I think that's that's why it's important to demonstrate collaboration is for that. that yes, that one body. Yes. Um. Which, which speaks to kind of like my last question here. Um, what do you believe is God's heart and purpose for collaboration among
1: creatives? Unity. But unity is very important to me. (laughs) Because we're so separate and so divided. Even as Christians, we're so separate and so divided. And so God's heart and purpose, I think of two moments, there's two moments in the Bible where God created either different language or he changed their languages because people were trying to be the same too much. You know, at Pentecost, (laughs) he changed all their languages. Um, There's a... uh, Old Testament scripture about the Tower of Babel. He literally created difference because he was like, we're too much the same. So God has always wanted us to be diverse. If he didn't want us to be diverse, he wouldn't have created different colors of skin. He wouldn't have told Noah to collect different animals to go on the boat. He always wanted difference and he always wanted us to exemplify a diverse body of unity. So I think that is God's heart is to show diversity, but also to show unity among that as well.
0: Yeah, I've always heard this saying that diversity speaks to universality. Yes. And that diversity also speaks to the many like amazing character qualities of God. Like yes. this is all encompassing who God is, like the whole range. Yes. All this diversity becomes one. Yes. To see who God is. Um so yeah, man, just Collaboration is important and collaboration produces very beautiful things. It's very beautiful. Yes. What creative inspiration would you like to share with creatives to take away from this conversation? It doesn't have to be related to collaboration um, like we're talking about, but what is one creative inspiration that you want to leave with the people?
1: I would say make room for God to create with you. Um, Take that piece of paper, sit at the piano, uh, start writing that story, and make room for God to follow what you're already starting to do because God has already given you the idea. And so take that idea and put it on paper like the scripture says and then allow God to help you flow through it so that you can create what God is wanting you to create for him.
0: Awesome.
1: Well, thank you for joining me today, and I
0: know that we'll have many more collaborative things to speak on, (laughs) and to the people listening, I hope you guys are out there thinking of ways just to collaborate more with God in your creativity, and finding other creatives. Yes. Find your community. Find your people. Yes. Connect with others, Um, because that's also very encouraging especially when it can be discouraging and be very encouraging to find your community. So thank you guys for joining us today. Please remember to subscribe, comment, to let us know what you enjoyed about today's episode and share with other creatives. And we'll see you guys next time.